Welcome to the Listcast, a podcast that sees two buddies create the perfect top 10 list. Hey man, how's it going? It's going very well. How was your Christmas and New Year? Well, that was, that was, that was a lot. I mean, I was going to wish you a Happy New Year first and foremost. I was just going to... Oh, right. Is it rude to go straight in a mask? Oh, I think it is a little bit rude, isn't it? Don't you, don't you have to kind of sugarcoat it? and get? I know, I know you're a guy who wants to get straight to the point. You know, time mm. is money. I tend to write et cetera, et cetera. Happy New Year in an email because you kind of have to. Yeah. But if I met someone, I'd say, hey, what do you mean you, how was your uh, new year? Well, 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 let's backtrack. What do you mean you have to? Well, as in if you, when you go back to work? Yeah. So you say... So, okay, so how would you... If you're writing an email to someone at work, how do you open the prose? I'd be like, hey, Alex, happy new year, exclamation mark. Oh. Hope you had a great break. Uh, I need those emails uh, by Monday morning. Otherwise, I'm going to slap you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, again, quite quite to the point. Yeah. I'm I'm way more flowery in my language. I'm. Uh, I think I wrote one just the other day saying, uh, "Hope you had a good uh, Christmas slash New Year combo." Uh, I suppose that's quite similar to what you said. Really, it is. You were trying to be a bit more colloquial, informal. I was I trying was to basically trying to get them to be my friends. Yes. And they're not. And they never will be. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're colleagues and there's a line. Anyway, that got emotional quick. It did, didn't it? Uh, anyway, hi, thank you. I had a really nice Christmas, thank you. And indeed, New Year combo. Uh, yeah, it was good. I didn't do a great deal. What was your favourite was... present? Again, straight in. God. Uh, my favourite present, that's a tricky one, dude. That depends who's listening to this, I suppose, doesn't it? Uh, actually, my favourite present is... A uh, pretty sweet little uh, trip I've got lined up in May to go to a punk rock beer festival. Very fancy. Pretty good. Mm. Pretty good. Uh, I also, and I think maybe this is the what you were angling for here, mm-hmm. sir. I opened your gift on Christmas morn. I was very excited what it could be. I assumed from the, the package and the, quite frankly, poor wrapping that you had <laughs> conducted... Uh, used electrical tape to I wrap thought, it. Yes, I noticed. Um, I thought it was going to be some kind of garment. I was not wrong, and I was not disappointed, for the garment was a mighty die-hard T-shirt with a, a, a green still. Is that what? Green still? Screen still? That's not, that's not a screen grab. Yeah. Screen, that makes it sound like you just copy and pasted it from a you DVD. Said, you said a green still. No, I said screen still. I think you'll find if we whine, you said green still. Well, we're not going to do that. We'll let the audience decide. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and it was my favourite Ellis from Die Hard yeah. with the quote, Hans, Bubby, I'm your white knight. Yeah. And I turned to my girlfriend and just gave her the thumbs up. <laughs> and I was like, Ralph gets it. Um, but that wasn't the only Die Hard themed gift I got. No. I got a couple of, couple of Die Hard related things. So clearly, I'm very one dimensional. Uh, how about yourself? What did you get for Christmas? And I'm not just saying what you got from me. But what, you well, know, um, you... I, what did I get for Christmas? From Christmas? See, that was direct. Well, do, well I'm, I'm just following suit. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. I also love the fact that in the previous podcast we did. We basically said, it's not about presents. It's not about presents. It's not, but, you know. It's not, but they, they are, they're nice to have, though. <laughs> nice um, to have. I could add some really great socks. Great. I'm cool. actually wearing a pair right now. Oh, they are great, actually. Very colourful. Oh, they're um, very nice. Yeah. 
yellow and very, red checkers. Very nice indeed, yeah. Um, Bamboo? Uh, I, let's say yes. Okay. Um, actually, no, I think they are. Because mm. cause you just don't want those pandas to eat. No. You're like, no, I pandas want, are I want to take your food source and I want to turn them into socks. It was a, uh, a cupboard of pandas, Cushions wasn't it? for my feet. A cupboard of pandas. Or embarrassment. Or an embarrassment. Yeah. And they're very aggressive lovers, apparently. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I'm just putting it out there. Google it if you don't believe me. Um, probably don't do that, actually. Um, probably don't. I, I've never Googled it, but I've heard it. A cupboard of I pandas heard would produce an interesting image. So it would. It would. Could be actually really, really shocking. Could I'm be. not going to do it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So, But my, fav- my favourite present of all... Yeah. Um, was probably your present. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knew it. It was a surprise. I, I had a strangely wrapped gift, quite well wrapped, in, in quite expensive luxury wrapping paper. Thank you, um, TK Maxx. I, I had a, oh, right, okay. Um, had a lovely texture to it. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I had no idea what it was. No. I opened it, and there, sitting in within the confines of the of the paper was a black cat remote control car. I'm really which, glad you put remote control car in there because otherwise I just wrapped up a cat. Which to, you know, to our, our you know, our trusty listeners who, you know, listen to everything we do and take mm. notes and yeah. and are great like that. I mean, there will um, be quizzes, yeah, by that, the way. Yeah, at the end of this year. Yeah. yeah. And um, <clears throat> we spoke in our toys episode about this this remote control we car. We certainly did. And I said, this is, this is the... The car I wanted. Yeah. It was something I never got to have as a child, yeah. and you have allowed me to yeah. rectify that. So I'm very thankful. You're welcome. I also wanted you to feel the pain of not having any batteries on Christmas Day, yeah. which is why. So I didn't give any batteries for which it. Which is why to this day I haven't actually used it. Unbelievable. Because it takes about sixteen. I think I counted sixteen AA batteries <laughs> plus two batteries in the remote <laughs> controller. <laughs> And it's probably got a playtime of three minutes. So that's early 90s technology. So but, there we go. But it looks beautiful. I've it got does. It, I've got it there in the corner. Yes, so. you do. You do. It's mm. very nice. Uh, well, that went on for longer than I anticipated. I'm yes. not going to lie. But <clears throat> other than Christmas, yes. we're in the new year, Alf. We're in it's the new 2020. Year. We're officially in the future. We from are. what I used to think the future was as a child, because to me... Blade Runner was where it went up to. We were now past Blade Runner. We're, so Blade Runner is now... Last year. Last year. Very last year. Yeah. Um, I feel... Well, I still feel slightly aggrieved because there is still a lack of hoverboards. I thought there'd be more neon in the future, to be honest. I haven't... I mean, I guess global warming, you don't really want to have a lot of neon. Well, if it's LED, you're all right. Well, I mean, it's still consuming power, though, isn't it? That's what we do, Alex. We <laughs> unfortunately we every act we do exists mm. within a, um, a capitalist economic market. Every act. Every, I think of an act that you do which doesn't include something that you've purchased. Breathing. Okay, apart from bodily functions. Although, would you have survived your childbirth if it wasn't for devices which were bought and sold? Yes. We don't know that. No, I had a concept, an immaculate birth. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah okay fine but Ralph we're not here to talk about the future we're here to talk about the present so no time like that to delve into the hat of mystery the hat of wonder I think maybe for this uh, this new decade because we are in a new decade after all yes we should uh, change the hat up so I've actually bought a shoe <laughs> we could do the shoe of wonder 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, those shoes are actually quite new. Okay. So let's get the shoe. I'm just going to leave my desk and kick off. Let's go to the shoe of wonder. Well, it's a new shoe, so. So it's not going to smell. It's not going to smell. I mean, it might. And what is the purpose of this exercise again, Alex? Please remind me. So what we're going to do is we have pre-selected five topics, and we are going to pull from the. Shoe of wonder. Shoe of power. Shoe of power. Okay. Hat of wonder, shoe of power. I like yeah. it. Um, and we're going to pull one of those out. And then we have got, we're going to give ourselves five to ten minutes to put down some, some ideas. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to launch into it and see what craziness occurs. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so let's put the paper in the All shoe right. of wonder. Okay. It's going in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. So do you want to... You Go on. Okay. You do it. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll pull one out. Okay. Pull one out. Go on. Okay, here we go. All right. I'm, I'm digging deep. Okay. It's a bit sweaty, actually. It's not sweaty. Come on. Scotch okay. guard. Okay. All right. I've got one. Have you got one? All right, where is it? Returns from the dead. Returns from the dead. Okay. That was... You must, well, it must have been your pick, because I didn't write that. I did. Yes, well, I had hoped so. Otherwise, the shoe has become sentient and just told us what to... It's a very, uh, it's a very bright gonna, shoe. Bright, yeah. It's quite bright. It's my kind of style. See, see what I did there. Oh, good. Oh, very good. All right. I was going to put that back There in, you go. Genuine back thump back. of a shoe hitting the ground. Genuine thump. Just in case you thought we made a shoe up, guys. Yeah. Okay, right. So, let's take five. Okay. Uh, and see you then. Right, see for you. the battle to quench. Actually, before we do this, should we set some ground rules? What are we basing this on? Like a triumphant return, the most unlikely return, the best return. Mm, I think it's. Uh, I think it's surprising plus cool factor. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all right cool. Right. Yeah. See you And we are back. Five minutes. How quickly time can fly when you're constructing a list. It really can, can't it? And uh, how are you feeling? Oh, mixed bag. Mixed bag. Yeah, I think I've got some interesting stuff. Okay. Should we uh, paper scissors? Yeah. Okay, but should we should we do it so that it's coming up like it's coming from a grave? <laughs> no, that's not. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> So, I just like to theme them, Ralph, you know? So, so I, I like to do Okay, so Tombstone... Right. Well, no, I was just going to suggest we do it, like, at ground level. Uh, okay, so we'll do it at like ground level. Okay, all right, we'll do it, like, beneath the table. And beneath then it pops, the table. It pops up above the from table. Like a, it, from whence it came. Like a little puppet show. Like a, okay, I don't know right. like that, but... Okay, yeah. so on... Three. Three, but then we go on four, technically. No. So it's one, two, three, go. No, that would be on four. Right. Okay. On three, one, two, boom. It's really snappy stuff. Okay, one, one two, three. three, boom. Right. No, okay. one, two, boom. <laughs> one, two, boom. Right. Right, okay. Shake, shake, shake the room. Right. One, two. Oh, so oh cut straight paper. off. Straight off That's the bat. That's unusual. You're in. That is unusual. I normally expect two rounds where we pick this. Clearly, same my skills are uh, lacking. Mm. Well, maybe I've evolved over the. Uh, maybe. The New Year's break. Maybe. Okay. Right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Where do I begin? Well, I, you know, the top, the beginning. So it's it's difficult to define what classifies as dead. So what I've gone with, I haven't gone like, okay, we need a coroner, we, there's, an, there's an autopsy, the police come out, there's a statement, this person has died. I've gone for the 
viewer, audience, reader, listener, whatever, has, has a moment where they assume that person's dead. Ah, uh, okay. So it could be like, you think, oh, that person's dead. Ah, uh, okay. So anyway, so what I'm going with <clears throat> is, you have to guess. Okay. So, we are talking... We are? 19th century. 19th century, okay, yeah. Wild West. Uh-huh. Um... A rogue cowboy type gunslinger. Yes. Stands in the middle of a town. Yes. The dust is being ripped up by the wind. It's blowing. In fact, he may have even previously set off some gunpowder um, to blast into the air. So as he walks into scene, he walks through a cloud of sand. Wow. Yeah, are you there? Wow, I'm there. Crikey. He's, he's wearing a sort of. Um, like Mexican poncho type thing. Yeah. And he has a, uh, like a six shooter. Mm-hmm. But he's going up against this Mexican gangster leader dude who's got a rifle. Is he also wearing a poncho? Uh, I think he's pretty just wearing like a shirt. He's quite suave. He's very suave. He's a very mm. suave dude. Right. And, um, and this is the final showdown. Do you have any idea who this is? Well, I think you're talking about uh, Sergio's yeah. masterpiece. Yeah, Sergio Leone. Well, I'm talking about the first film of that trilogy. So the good... Which is the a Fistful of a Dollars. Fistful of Dollars. Yeah, I was going to say Good, Bad and the Ugly, but it's not that, is it? That's the second? That's the third one. Is it the third? I yeah. thought Fistful of Dynamite was the third. Is that the fourth? That's the fourth. The fist... Whoa. So it goes... Um, Fistful of dollars, few dollars more. Oh, yeah, good, the bad, and the ugly. And Fistful of Dynamite is kind of its own right. separate entity. Okay. Um, when was this film? When was this released? Uh, 1960. Really? Something. Wow. Um, yeah, 60s film. Didn't realise it was a 60s film. It was either that or I was going to go Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. <laughs> That's a great film. It is a great film. No, okay, so. Okay, so we're talking about. Fistful of dollars, Fist- 1964. Right. Sergio Leone. Yeah. Ennio Morricone doing the soundtrack. Mr. East, Mr. Eastwood. Yes, Mr. Eastwood. Yeah. He's there. Uh, Clint Eastwood's there doing his thing. Man. Wearing the poncho. Wearing the poncho. Stylish poncho, if I seem to recall. Correctly. Stylish man. Yeah, pretty stylish man, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is... He's quite bland, though, isn't he? You say he's stylish. I mean, he's got... He's classic, I'd say. Well, he's one of the original... He's one of the original anti-heroes, so he was... He didn't have a lot of words. He was a ruthless bad guy. You know, it's he, true. he would kill people in cold blood. That's but, very true. But there was enough good in him mm. that made him better than everyone else who was also bad. What a wild time to live in. Yeah, because in that film, he he rescues. He's after the money, but there's a little like a side quest, if you like. Yeah. Where he rescues a um, a mother and her son um, from some bad dudes, mm. and he, there was no need for him to do it. There's nothing in it for him. So this is, of course, the iconic scene where yeah. he gets shot. Yes. And we go, the audience cue gasps, like, <gasps> yeah. Bulletproof vest. Bulletproof vest. Brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which has been immortalised. Mm. Well, what's it been immortalised in? You, you tell me. Back to the future, Alex. Uh, um, and, yes. and just kind of pop culture, really. Pop I mean, culture, yeah. Maybe not so much anymore, but I think everyone knew about it a while back. But... But it's, it's become a trope, isn't it, really? There's loads of loads of things like that. I think Rick and Morty have parodied it. I'm sure they have, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it's the whole hidden bulletproof vest. So what it is, is um, 
he's fighting this dude who, dude who has a rifle and he always aims for the heart. So what Clint Eastwood's character does is he puts this big piece of metal beneath his um, his like poncho type thing. Oh, of course, and, yeah, it's uh, like a boiler, pl- boiler, yeah, a boiler or something. Yes, isn't it? it's, off, it's off an old piece of a steam train. Yeah, or like yeah, a steam yeah. engine, and he forges it. This old man, he tests it out by shooting it, and then he puts it down. Um, puts it across his chest and um, yeah he keeps getting shot and he keeps coming back up again and every time you think he's dead and then but wait if, if we, but if the audience has seen him forging this piece of metal surely they've got some inkling but it's a weird thing because yeah but I don't think you quite get it until afterwards because you okay. see because it's not because in the old days before you know modern cinema where they try and destroy you know, the language of film. <laughs> You're itching to talk about Star Wars, aren't yeah. you, already? already. Yeah, they didn't have to explain every single thing to the audience. Yeah. So yeah. you see this guy shooting a piece of metal and you think, why is he shooting that piece of metal? You never see him actually... And you see him... Could just be target practice. Could be target practice. There weren't any squirrels about. Yeah. So he's going to shoot a bit of metal. And then, you know, but but before you know it, he's he's got it on. Um, he gets shot down. You think he's dead. He gets back up again. So for the bad guy, very shocking. Very shocking. He was sweet. There's a lot of sweat going on a on that bad guy's forehead. Mm, because he doesn't miss. And he actually... Never, he never he misses d- the and he, and he still doesn't. No. Well, when you see his shots, he's got like yeah. six or seven shots all mm. in. All that's, in a, that's, strong, that's strong. That's strong. I like that. You've <sighs> gone for a, a classic movie. One of my favourites. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is, isn't it? Mm. I've, to be honest, I've only seen it a fistful of times. Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is. It's immortalized. Mm. Like it's a very powerful scene in cinematic history, and it's brilliant because in Back to the Future, mm. you think Marty McFly is going to do the same thing, but actually he just what does he do? He just says like this is ridiculous and says I'm not going to fight. Yeah, but then he does do it, doesn't he? Does he in part three? <laughs> I can't remember. No, he just doesn't fight. Yeah, because then he hits him with it and he falls into the manure. If you remember rightly. I don't know now. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen that film about I like to do times. my killing after breakfast, but then he's got to go out and fight because he's got no choice. Yeah, but he says he doesn't want to. Yeah, but that but that's beforehand. And then he goes, and then when when the time arises, he's got to go out. And so he does. Does he? Yeah. I'm fairly sure. And that's right. why they replay it in Back to the Future 2. Well, I know, but then yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. they lead you down that path that you think it's going to happen, but it doesn't happen. I don't think it was that clever. Okay, fine. So anyway, that's my first pick. Okay, good. I like that. Uh, where do we think? Well, that's a that's well, good. good. That's, I mean, well, it goes straight number one. There's no 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 question about it because there is nothing else. So we'll end it there. So thanks for coming by and thanks for joining um, me. We're done. Okay, so that would take me on to mine. Uh, oh, what to again? What to start with? You put arrows on your piece of paper. I've got paper. arrows. Don't look at Di- my Don't be looking at my piece of paper. See I can't see what you've done. Well, I think this is more, more specific to uh, perhaps my life. I'm sure it's happened to you. Mm-hmm. But when you have had a trusty piece of electronic equipment yes. that's been by your side for a while and all of a sudden the light goes out. Please don't say we're talking about short circuit. <laughs> Not yet. Um, However, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Johnny number five might come into play a little later on. But no, this is more uh, 
And so there's a specific time in my life where I had a hard drive and this was a hard drive which was very important to me because I had all my secrets on. It had all, loads of music on, right? Yeah. Tons of music. And I'd, you know, ripped all my old CDs and put them on this hard drive and was like, oh, you know, I can get rid of all that space and just have this one hard drive. I was feeling very smug about it. It took a long time to do. And then one day that hard drive did not work. We've all been there. And I thought, oh no, the fragility of life in, yes. in computing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you read online all the different things you can do, like put it in the freezer, I think was one of them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if a piece of electronic equipment dies, you put it in a Ziploc bag and put it in the freezer. What does that do? Oh, it makes it cold. Right. So you think there's an overheating problem? Well, I have no idea. I didn't really read that much into it. It could just wow. be some guy on uh, the internet. Bury just... it in your garden, <laughs> you know, then water it for a few days and you'll yeah. be in a brand new hard drive. Yeah. Out. Well, you know, they say if you get like your phone wet, you've got to put it in... A packet a, of rice. A packet of rice. That makes sense though. Because it absorbs the water. Exactly. Yeah, well, maybe this absorbs the electrodes <clears throat> of... Okay. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't do that. I just kind of left it on the side and looked at it with fleeting glances every once in a while, oh. thinking, I wish you'd work. And one day, and I tried, I, you know, I tried this thing multiple times. Okay. Like, multiple times. I, I would say even into over 20 times. Because I thought, really, really, please work. You know, you know the classic, like, when, I mean, it does nothing, but we would still do it regardless, like with a NES cartridge... You take it out and blow it, blow uh, and then put it back in. You go, oh, now it's going to work. Does nothing. Well, allegedly it does nothing, but I think it does. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't do does. anything at all. Why does it work then when you do it? Uh, it's just the connectors. You put them in a mm. um, different formation. I don't know. Um, and yeah, so I tried this and oh my God, resurrected. It came back on, not a glitch. And still to this day... It is working. Is this a portable hard drive? Yes, or a, okay. it's a portable... Uh, yes, hard drive. <laughs> I was trying to think of another thing. As you know, like we, we've had a bit of a delay. Had a, had a bit of a break from podcasting because my laptop died. And um, <clears throat> we are using that very same laptop now. So that has also been resurrected. So that got resurrected mysteriously. Whoa. It was dead for about two weeks and it came back to life. Maybe my hard drive spoke to it. Maybe. Via the internet. It only works, only kind of works though. So I've got no idea how I'm going to edit this because okay, that's good to um, know. it still seems to be stuck on secondary function mode. But um, Set, that sounds very high tech. Secondary function mode. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, it just means that when I click on something, yeah. it's as if I'm holding down shift and clicking. Oh. Yeah. So for example, I, oh, went, to, I went to edit earlier and I couldn't drag, I couldn't change the. Um, Oh, okay. So, so, but I can't, I, I've played around, there are little So I'm assuming it's your shift key, which is knackered. I don't, I think it's, I don't think it's the key. It could be the key. It could be I, everything. It could be. The whole thing is pretty old now. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, okay, that's, I like it. I like how close <clears throat> to the bone. Yeah, it was, it was close to the bone. I mean, in terms of it being a revelation for me, really good. I'm mm. very happy because... What did you have on the hard drive? Which well, was music. So important to you? All, the, all my music. Okay. All my CDs. And we're talking, oh, punk rock from 92 to 2006. It's probably all on Spotify, though. There's a lot of angry guys and ladies on, uh, on that. Yes, it is on Spotify, but the thing is, you know, we're, we're so... Um, 
I don't know, complacent, I suppose, about having all these things online and, oh, we can get this. When Skynet happens, Spotify's not going to be there, is it? No, the robots will take it away. Yeah, so... Spotify will start, it will just be like a mouthpiece for orders from the the robot lords. You know, I use Spotify all the time. God, we talk about Spotify a lot, don't we? I guess it's really ingrained in our life. Well, they are are one of our key sponsors. They are, that's true. Uh, Thanks, guys. But if that goes down... Well, where do we get our music from? Where do we get our podcasts from? Where do you get your podcasts from? It's like that moment in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Similar to that. Where, um, which is one of the new ones, yeah. which I recently watched. Okay. And um, they are in this sort of, you know, humans are virtually extinct and and they haven't heard music in years because they haven't had any power in years. And then all of a sudden they connect power. What was the first song they heard? It was a very famous, like, American country folk song. Gina G, just a little bit. Because <laughs> that would make me then go, oh, I don't want to hear music, I love actually. that, and everyone's head's just exploded. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, it was, it, was, it was a great tune. It was a good moment in that film. Ah, yeah, the film was all right. It's all right. They're okay. Not as good as I thought it was going to be. They're okay. They're the first okay. one was good. All right, so there you go. A, bit, okay. a little oh. bit lackluster, so you're, but important. So we're, talk, so we're talking massive um, moment in popular culture or your hard drive... Which one? Uh, I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to say my hard drive is more important than that. However, it's not to everyone. So clearly that goes below. Okay. I like what you did there, though. That's good. I, I haven't... I need to think and see if there's any moments like that that I can bring Oh, in. I see. Right. Outside um, the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I'm not right. able to think outside the box? No. I'm fully within it. Fully within the box. Yeah. Cushioned in it. Nicely. Yeah. Nicely packed, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah you've got you the get, bubble wrap. Yeah, and you have a, one of these little um, things with a little diagram of an arrow that says rip here, and yeah. you pull it, and it just nicely opens. And you're in there. I'm inside. Oh, that would be freaky. You got something from Amazon, opened it up, and you, you, you were just there, like, Hello. shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, my second one. Yeah. I am... Uh, I'm going to go with Gandalf. Oh. Mm. So you can see where my mind went when we did this. I can. I can yeah. see where your mind went. So, so, so obviously there's that famous moment. And by the way, the moment we mention a character's name, if you are... Oh, it's already too late. Just remember, this is full of spoilers yeah. if you're listening to my list. You're probably not that amazed to know about Alex's mouse dying or... <laughs> it wasn't a mouse! Whatever. Oh, God, yeah, um, clearly... Uh, but but you know when it's a big famous thing yeah it could you know just be warned if you haven't watched Lord of Rings trilogy then or read the book or read the books you know is um, it books or book books nah Lord of the Rings is one book right you can buy it as one book but oh, it was was it originally published as three, three books yeah was it I did not know that yeah was that the first of its kind of like a saga besides like the bible <laughs> um I don't know. I mean, I doubt it. It's interesting, isn't it? Where where these book sagas have come from? Because I'm very much a reader of. I will read a book and it will have a conclusion. Mm. Whereas I know a lot of people who read these sagas, which is wonderful because then you get to you know be fully invested in this world and this universe. Yeah, and but all... it can get it can all be too much. I read I read the first five Game of Thrones books. Did you? Yeah, and then I gave up. Oh well, because there isn't a sixth one. No, there are. Oh, is there? I don't know. Oh, I've got, I haven't even got them on my bookshelf because they take up too much room, so they're in the loft. Because they look too. Uh, too pop. Too popular. Yeah. Yeah, you just you've got um, astrophysics and. 
The Colour of Time. What is The Colour of Time? It's a beautiful book. What colour is it, though? If you, could, if you had to distill time into one colour. Black. Oh. <laughs> Just avoid. Time is an illusion. Oh. But what colour is the illusion? In my mind, it's probably a, um, a neon pink. Do you know what? I was weirdly going to say exactly <laughs> that. I was going to say neon pink. It's because we're... Whoa, man. This is this. It must be that's legit. You hear it here, heard it here first. This podcast, color is, of time is neon pink. This podcast is effectively a Vulcan mind meld. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, sorry, I completely derailed you. That's there. okay. Sorry. Um, so Gandalf, Gandalf uh, in the first film, uh, they're all having a lovely little walk through the mines of uh, Moria. <laughs> oh yes, they are. Yeah, and they're having a great time. There's yeah. a few nasty people who are like saying rude things, but they come to a big. Bridge, crossing the bridge, all's good. Gandalf is like, I don't know, he probably takes like a little look or something. He does something silly to like slow him down a little bit. Mm. You know, he has, does like a dramatic pause, which gives just enough time for the bloody bullrog. Hang on, they're running for their lives. They're not going for a nice walk. I know. Oh, oh it's just, I see. You know. Sorry, sorry. It's taking oh. it far too literally. Yeah. Sorry. And, uh, they, yeah, they, they, they were terrified. <clears throat> they had arrows and things being shot at them. That's right. And they were jumping over massive gaps and throwing dwarves like... Parkour. Like, Parkour um, in Moria. Logs. And um, and then Balrog, not Street Fighter 2 Balrog. No, that would be very good. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my God, we need to create who, that. Who would win in that fight? Uh, Gandalf, he's a wizard. Oh, okay. Balrog is just a boxer. <laughs> I mean, I can beat him with guile, so... <laughs> and uh, anyway, so, so Gandalf goes... He gets hit and he gets and he thinks he's defeated. Yeah. The Balrog who's falling down, but he, yeah. he flings his little whip. Oh, he does. Catches Gandalf by the ankle. And what does he say? He's doing your best best voice. Run, you fools. That's pretty good actually. Yeah. And uh and everyone goes, No, Gandalf, yeah. no yeah. That's uh that's Frodo Baggins. Yeah. That's his voice. Bloody and, Frodo. Oh jeez. Oh, Sam Oh god. Sam's the king. My Come dear on. Sam. Well, for you, Mr. Frodo. Yeah, but Sam carries, literally carries that film. I know. Like, if it wasn't for Sam, great. he wouldn't get the ring. He's great. Frodo he's is a douchebag. Frodo, he's just very... Succumbs at every possible moment and screws it up for everyone else. I know, but he does it in the end. Well, he only doesn't. He doesn't. Does he? Sam Gollum, does it. Well, no, Gollum jumps in and bites the finger off, doesn't well, he? Ultra spoilers there going on. Well, oh, sorry. yeah, but Sam still, you know... Gets him to chuck it in. He does. He does. He's carry a good guy. Him. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Anyway, sorry, Gandalf. So, so we think he's dead, don't we, Alex? Well, I thought. He, I mean, yeah, yeah. I shed a little tear. I was like, oh, I liked him because Ian I McKellen was a really good Gandalf. I thought brilliant Gandalf because I hadn't actually read the books. Did so when I went, I read the books after the fact. Yeah, yeah. I, so I read the Hobbit religiously oh, when I was younger. Loved the Hobbit. Absolutely mm. loved the Hobbit. Um, but then seeing the intimidating size of the books of Lord of the Rings yes. just wasn't for me. Mm. And um, and so we we rejoin in the, the two towers. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I think um, a couple of the uh, the hobbits, Frodo's buddies, are wandering through the uh, is it Mirkwood? I don't know. One of the forests full of um, ancient trees and Ents. Yeah. Uh, and that that is when. They get discovered by the Ents, and then, uh, um, I wanted to say Alderaan, um, Owl, Owl? I don't know. The King of Men? I don't know, you're just basically just doing a storytelling of Lord of the Rings now. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Hope everyone's sitting comfortably. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, have you got your warm mug of cocoa? Uh, so the King of Men, yeah, I've mysteriously Aragon. His name, Aragon. Uh, he's there with um, the bloody elf, yeah, and uh, Legolas, <laughs> bloody elf, and and they're, they're all there, yeah. hanging out, and uh-huh. all of a sudden, blinding light. Oh my god, it's yeah. it, it's clearly a white wizard who are incredibly powerful. Yeah, it's got to be um, right. Saruman. Turns out. Gandalf the White. Gandalf the White. Mm. He's been dead for a millennia, but only in his perspective. Oh, I didn't realise he'd been dead for a millennia. Yeah, he's been dead like like when he talks through that whole oh. passage of time. He's like, time is infinite. He becomes at one with like the consciousness of the universe and reappears as Gandalf the White. He doesn't even really recognise himself as Gandalf the Grey. Uh, yes, because his memories kind of come back yes. to him, don't they? But very conveniently so, I feel. Mm. Like, I do feel like he gets up to speed a little too quickly. I preferred him as Gandalf the Grey. So did I. Definitely. He's too much like Jesus as Gandalf the White. Yeah, he was way more badass as Gandalf the Grey. Mm. Yeah, there was none of the, um, none of the quips yeah, he's, with Gandalf he's the White. He was arrogant, wasn't he? Yeah, just stayed dead. That's, that's what I say. I mean, he's overpowered, isn't he? I mean, like, imagine if he was a character in a, in a beat-em-up or whatever. Like, Well, yeah. But you, you know, just said that you thought Balrog could actually beat him. Well, well Balrog's got a great uppercut. He has, he has. Oh, he's down for two seconds. Is it down for two seconds, up and punch, or down and then right? Well, he's S- only got, send your, you know, only got punches. Send, send me a no tweet kicks, and remind me. So. No kicks. No kicks. No, well. And um, anyway, so he comes back and it's a big surprise and yeah. we're all very thankful because Ian McKellen plays him wonderfully yeah. and he's, uh, he's like your, the lovely granddad you wish you had. Yeah. Um, Does he give you, I reckon he'd give you Werther's Originals. Yeah, for yeah. sure, and you'd accept it, even yeah. if there was a little bit of hair or fluff on it. Because <laughs> no, they're individually wrapped. Yeah. Oh, wait, were they? Yeah, no, they were. They were. Oh, waste. They... Yeah, because otherwise it'd just be a bag of sticky stuff. It would be. Um, you have to rip them apart. Nah, you wouldn't like that. Yeah. Well, I imagine... When... Well, that was... Um... So that's Gandalf. It was long. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that was very long. Um... So, so where did he... Where... I mean, it's Gandalf versus your hard drive versus oh. Fistful of Dollars. Which, I mean, I still think... Which was the coolest and which was the biggest surprise? The first one still. I think okay. Clint Eastwood rewriting that book, you know? Yeah. So I still think he's, he's, he stays firm. Yeah, I think then so. Then Gandalf? I mean, your hard drive was a massive surprise no, um, for you. But it, it, it was but, a massive surprise for me. But it lacks me. the cool factor, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I did find it in a woods and it appeared to me in a bright flash of white light. Um, and then recounted its memories. Well, I suppose it actually did. Um, no, I'd probably say Gandalf is okay. in, 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 better than my hard drive for resurrecting okay, so itself. Gandalf down as number two. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. And sure. uh, I'll hit you up with my second uh, option. Can't wait. Okay. All right, Ralph, you ready? I've always been ready. Always ready. That's that's good. That's like uh, always be prepared. Were you a cub or a scout? What's a cub? For our non-English listeners, a cub or a scout was well. I don't know, how would you explain it? A group of feral children who <laughs> were under the command of a strange adults. A strange adult who take you to the woods, which and pretended to be animals, and you get badges for climbing trees. You would, and um, it was really used. It, I, I think it's like an old-fashioned thing that you do before uh, cadets, so it's all part of training you to become a soldier. Oh, right, so you go beavers, cubs, scouts. Advanced scouts. Scouts, venture scouts. Ben, oh, sorry, venture scouts. Uh, cadet. Cadet, Navy SEAL. 
Dead. <laughs> Dead. That's how it goes. Yeah. Wow. But you would be able to tie the sweetest knots. I was terrible at that. I got my knot tying badge. I got loads of badges. I was actually a very diligent scout. I did not try the knot tying. It's good. It's good. Right, okay, so uh best return. From the dead. From the dead. Alright. Don't look. Don't don't oh I've got that wrong, didn't I? Don't make a sound. I haven't seen this film. I'm fairly sure one thousand percent you've seen oh, this film. Okay, okay, right. So um, <laughs> so don't shine a light at it. Right, yes. Don't make a sound. Yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. Right. So Jurassic Park. Dr. Hammond, Dr. John Hammond yep. from the nineteen ninety-three yes. Hollywood blockbuster. Jurassic Park. Yes. Michael Crichton book originally. Yes. Transferred onto the silver screen by none other than... Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, absolutely. Um, man, they brought back dinosaurs. No one thought Ooh, it could be done. No one thought it could be done. DNA, son. They did it, right? Dino DNA. Dino and DNA. I'm not going to give you a construction of the film, unlike my colleague... <laughs> But dinosaurs come back, and uh, not, but not just, not just the How nice they? dinosaurs. What's the process? <laughs> Can you so, not remember? So it opens in an excavation site in the in the Navajo desert, mm-hmm. and uh, no, uh, yeah. So something I've never really understood about this movie, right? I mean, it's very cool they bring the dinosaurs back, and I still think, even if I was to watch it now. Um, it's impressive. It is. The puppets. The puppetry. bit where... The, it's not puppets. There's a lot of puppetry in it. No way. I thought it was all CGI. Nope. I did not know that. It's mainly puppetry. No it's way, only, It's only the big wide shots where it's CGI. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Like, well, like, the t- wow. If you get, the full, if you get a full view of the T-Rex, yeah. it, that is definitely CGI. But mm. when it's like a close-up head, it's all puppetry. Didn't know that. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's why it's, Hence why it's so good. Yeah. But that scene when they first encounter the uh, Diplodocus, or Diplodocus, Diplodocus, if you will. I will. Um, is, actually, it's not even. It's a Brontosaurus, isn't it? Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus, slash, not a Brachiosaurus. Slash Brachiosaurus. That's the Brachiosaurus. Where have I gone? I don't know. Vegetarian <laughs> dinosaurs, anyway. Well, they were. Yeah. Um, gentle giants. Beautiful. But why did they bring back the bad ones? I mean, I get the T-Rex for the, like, ooh, factor, but the raptors and the velociraptors. Well, well, yeah, but then you may as well say, why are we keeping tigers alive? Well, because that's the modern day. Is it? Well, that will eat you, isn't it? If you're... But I I feel like a tiger is less of a threat than a raptor. I, don't, I, I think as feeble, weak humans, we don't stand a chance against either. So has there ever been a case where a zoo, you know, the, the animals have ran... There must have been, right? The animals have ran ramp, rampant from the yeah, zoo. there's been escapes. There's been oh. moments where, where tigers have eaten their, you know... Yeah, their, that's true. ...their captors. That's true. That's true. And if you get these man-eating tigers in, which get too close to the villages in, like, India or whatever, yeah. and they start... They eat the whole village. They'll just they start at the bank. <clears throat> they make their way through the post office. Yeah, they're just chowing down on everything inside. Exactly. Oh, but anyway, big bellies. Um, sorry, Karen. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, they you know they 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 brought them back. It's a great show for the for the uh, entertainment factor of mm-hmm. the general populace. Mm-hmm. People go there because it never opens. This is the saddest thing. Like it's a it's a dummy run, isn't it? It's like a uh, press screening, if you will. And obviously, they realise quite quickly. Although they really didn't calculate this very well, I don't think. Because everything's in place. I mean, you look in that, and there's the gift shop, and there's all the merchandise. Everything. In fact, more merchandise was sold for that film in real shops than ever got sold in the film mm, gift shop. True. Mm. And it only, went, it only went wrong because that one guy, the one selfish, nasty man. Oh, the guy from Seinfeld. Yeah, he got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ah, uh, it didn't. Well, but he was the one who. Oh, he shut down he the shut power, down the didn't power. he? Oh yeah, it did. So it's like it's not like it oh yeah, that's work. a good it point. It could have worked. Oh yeah, being a different film, wouldn't it? Mm. And quite joyous, mm. just people enjoying looking at dinosaurs. But then they don't learn from their mistakes in the third one, do they? Well, we don't talk I about the third film. I can't even remember the first. No, one. not the third film. The fourth film. The lost. The, I don't whatever care. the new one was. Yeah, I don't care. It's, uh, I, I haven't watched them. I don't want to watch them. Have you not seen the? I think the I'm, Lost World, whatever it's called. I saw, I saw the second one, The Lost World. Oh, I get confused. There's one, two, three, which are kind of canon. Yeah. But only the first one is any good, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's the the other one. The new ones. Evolution? I don't know. I don't <laughs> even know. Jurassic Park Evolution. I think that was one of them. Kind of I think it was called. Terrible name. Yeah, it was bad. The Lost... No, it's not The Lost World. That's the second one. You're right. The anyway, Lost Dino. The Lost... Denver. The Last Dino. <laughs> Denver, The Last Dinosaur. He was good. Um... So that's my shout. Anyway, uh, John Hammond bringing back dinosaurs from the dead via, and I should probably outline this, uh, mosquito blood Mm. found in amber. Mm -hmm. Um, That's quite a nice touch because that very same bit of amber is on his walking cane, isn't it? It is. I quite like that. I quite like that. It's a nice little... Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because there's... There's, you know, there's speeches... Species. There are species going extinct right now, which they're they're talking about trying to keep alive. Yeah. And, and they're talking about trying to bring back the woolly mar- mammoth at the moment. They've been talking about that for years. They but have. Apparently, everything's in place. Like they can do it. No way. Yeah, and they're saying that it's it's something that they could bring back into Siberia, and they think it will have a positive impact on the environment of Siberia. Why? <clears throat> in what um, sense? It's something to do with just the the ecosystem and it needing a a, a sort of massive giant um, herbivore. Uh, okay. Because uh, they, they 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 you know they used to have them and they they only went extinct, allegedly because of human intervention. Although in um, North America, all the megafauna went extinct because of multiple extinction level events. That's what we think. Um, <laughs> wow, this is this has turned into a really cool science podcast. Now I like it. Well, um, if you could bring back any animal from extinction, what would you bring back? It's a great question. Thanks. Um, really, I should go with like a loved one. Um, but no, you can go wherever you want. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with my dog Zach. Uh, oh no! Well, he passed too early, man. He was only that's, seven. That's really nice. I mean, it's not what I meant, but no, I, I prefer know. I know your. No, okay. I prefer. No, I prefer your your one. It's nice, Zach. I, we didn't. Good name for a dog. Yeah, didn't know you had a dog called Zach. Yeah, it's because my dad wanted to call me Zach after the dog. You'd be like Indiana Jones. I know. That's so weird because 
My dad wanted to call me Alfie after the name of a dog in a pub. Wow, how weird is that? Whoa, we're so connected. connected. Shit. We're like two pups from the same litter. We are. Zach and Alfie. So, good names for dogs, actually. So, look, I think that's mm. a really good shout. Uh, okay, thanks. Very, very, very cool. Thanks. Um, hmm. Coolness factor is very cool, it's very isn't cool, it? very cool, isn't it? Dinosaurs, mate. And surprise factor? Pretty, pretty surprised. I mean, you're going to see a film called Jurassic Park, and it's got a picture of a dino on the logo. We're very, we're all very surprised by how lifelike it was at the time. Very surprised. Okay, that's number one. Number one. Whoa, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, as Alan Partridge would say. Whew. Do you think he saw us, Rex? Do you think he saw us? Uh, uh, right. God, do you know Jurassic Park has got a oh, Rotten Tomato score of ninety-one percent. It's very good, considering it's been out for so long. It has. Right. Mm-hmm. You are up. I am up. Before you do this, if it is film-based, please can you not tell me the entire film? I'll try. Okay, thanks. Appreciate that. I think all of mine are film-based. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. So, so I'm going to go back to film, which is intrinsically linked, as we mentioned before, okay. to yeah. A Fistful of Dollars. Okay. I'm talking about Libyans. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 So. BTTF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back the Tyrannosaurus forward. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's got to move like forwards that. by going backwards. Yeah. 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 So we're deep. talking, yeah, back to, back to the future. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment when. The cornerstone, really, let's yeah. be honest. I mean, I think we can. Probably viewers know this about us by now. <laughs> we like this film a lot. We do. We really, it can't be understated no. how much I adore this film. The things we're in agreement about, this yeah. is... It's up there, isn't it? It's number one, two or three. Could be. Could be. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, looking around the studio at the moment, I reckon I could, well, I can definitely see one Back to the Future uh, callback. Probably two or three. I reckon, dotted around. Really? Probably. Yeah, I can see two. Okay. I can see two. Okay, so so as we gaze around the, the studio, yeah. um, what we're talking about is Back to the Future, the first one, Doc Brown, shot by Libyans, because let's face it, he's stolen sh- a load of plutonium. Oh, good shout. Yeah. Yes. And Marty McFly oh. is very upset about it. Um, particularly I love it in um, the second no the end of the first film where he comes back yeah and he goes to like scream yeah and then he doesn't because he hears his original self scream yeah and that's quite powerful very powerful and um, and it's just great because it's very shocking isn't it it's very shocking he and we think he genuinely dies originally but then obviously he goes back in time and he gives them the letter in Back to the Future Two, well, no, no. Uh, in the same. Sorry, in the first film, what we're we talking about. Oh, I love this sorry, film, getting, but I don't know it. It's because I'm getting. <laughs> I, I keep. I keep thinking about the letter to the from the Wild West coming back. Oh That's yes, yes, um, yes. So, so he he writes in the letter. He rips it up, but then he obviously tapes it back together, and he does reading. Really goes, what the hell, or what the heck, mm. or, or whatever. And um, and by reading that, he wears a bulletproof vest, which enables him to survive. And I'm yeah. counting the film. Well, I guess you don't <laughs> think he's going to do it because he's so adamant in not yeah. knowing what the future should be. Yeah. Or his future should be, his destiny. 
but screw all that. He wants to... It's very selfish, actually. So he yeah. changes the space-time continuum by essentially resurrecting himself. Well, no, he just doesn't allow himself to get killed, I suppose. But again, using a bulletproof vest. It does. It does. So there are three mentions to a bulletproof vest in Back to the Future, both in one, two, and three. I think we should all be wearing them. I think we... The thing is, though, I've always wondered, you know, in uh, film or television series or whatever... When, you know, someone goes in and they go, don't worry, I've got a bulletproof vest. It's like, yeah, but he could shoot you in the head. Yeah. And I know it's a larger surface area, the chest, but what if you've got a pretty big, you know, big old noggin? What does hit you in your main artery in your leg and you're dead? I didn't know that. So, yeah, yes, there, there are plenty of places in the body that can, yeah. be, can be used to kill you. Yeah, we're all weapons. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, I like that. That's good. That is, that's Thanks. good. Uh, and in terms of, wow... I mean, coolness. I mean, it's Doc Brown. He's is Doc Brown cooler than dinosaurs? Yes, I think. Yeah, I think so. Well, it's time travel. That's better well, than dinosaurs, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Time... What would you? What would surprise you yeah. more right now? If there's yeah. a news, if if breaking news, yeah, it's like dinosaurs, dinosaurs are back from the dead, <laughs> yeah. or we've invented time travel. What would be more surprising to you, and what would be cooler to you? Well, I mean, they. I mean, that's a great question. Mm. Oh, I mean. I think the safer option would actually be dinosaurs. Yeah. Because time travel... A lot of responsibility. Oh, crikey. Where are we going? What's happening? You know? Mm. Uh, but cool factor. I mean, the thing I'd want most would be time travel. Yeah. Well, actually, would I want time travel? We look, at, we look at the passage of time through such rose-tinted glasses, I feel. Like if you... You know, that question where someone says, if you could go back to any period of time where would you go and you have this you know grand uh, declarations like oh, i'm gonna go back to medieval britain to see what it was like the reality is that would be fucking awful you'd basically go somewhere it would mm. smell so bad it would not be civilized yeah. you'd basically be a target immediately you'd have to have many caveats better off going back to last weekend yeah maybe i did enjoy last weekend yeah. actually um so I'm actually... Keep going back to the weekend. Yeah, I think actually... When you say time travel, can we go forwards in time as well? Yes. Okay, well then I'd want that one. Okay. But dinosaurs... Mm, but then I'd want to go and see them. And then we're in a <laughs> Jurassic Park situation. And we all know how that ends. Well, Jurassic Park's a safe way to see them. Well, it's not. Well, it's not, well yeah, it's a good point. But if you just travelled back in time, you're like, oh, I can use my time machine to see them. It would be like a safari bar, like one step outside of that little space pod. Yeah. Well, that's the point, yeah. So to time travel, you could do both. You could do both. Well, then time travel. Okay. So, yeah. So, so um, anyway, so great. Back to the future then. Yeah. Return of Doc Brown. Yeah, because he is the man where you invented the flux capacitor, thus making time travel possible. Yeah, I'll see you in the year 3000. Okay. Not much has changed, but they live underwater. Oh, uh, that's a song. Yeah. Who's that by? Terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, Pope. <laughs> no, that's the year 2000. It's done by Busted, me. Busted, is it? Yeah. Do you know, fun fact, Charlie, no, incorrect, the drummer, uh, yeah. went to my school. Really? Really, really and truly. That's where all the talent comes from, obviously. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, great. So at, at, at this juncture... Mm. This is what's going down. Okay. Number five. Yeah. Your hard drive. Yeah. Number four, Gandalf the Grey slash White. Yeah. Number three, mm -hmm. Fistful of Dollars. Yeah. Number two, Jurassic Park. Mm. 
number one, Doc Brown coming back to life. Good. Okay, that's, that's nice, I like it. Should we have a break? Let's have a break. So Alex. All right, Ralph. I'm going to talk to you about something that prior to today, I did not really... I knew a little bit about, but I wasn't 100%. Uh, and so when this topic came up, I was quite excited about talking to you about them. Okay. Okay, so have you ever heard of a Targagrade? No. Right. So, these are little kind of pink, fleshy creatures that are about 1.5 millimetres in diameter. Okay. That have eight legs. Right? Can you... Can, well, uh, a spider then? No. They can't... I'm going to show you a little picture of one there. It's kind of cute. Yeah, but gross at the same time, right? Very gross at the mm, same time. Yeah. yeah. So these little mites... Mm, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of look like they've come out of a Doctor Who special, to be honest. Um... But these are the only creatures that... Well, first and foremost, they've been dated back over 500 million years. Yeah. But these are the only creatures that can actually be brought back to life because they enter a low stasis zone mm-hmm. and when doused with water, mm-hmm. they reanimate. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? Where do you find these things? They are... Martian? No. Well, they they have been to space. Um, okay. They build. They got a whole little space, <laughs> yeah, space program there. Yeah. The microscopic level. Yeah. They've uh, they they send up a couple of rockets every every couple of uh, couple of years. Nice. Um, but they basically what happens and so they can they can thrive or well, not thrive but they can live in this low stasis state in extreme temperatures, both cold and hot. Okay. Um, they were they have actually been sent into space to see if they would survive. And they came back. And they kind of come back. And obviously, they're 1.5 millimeter, um, millimeters long, so you have to look them under a microscope. And they had the appearance of a, a dry husk. But mm. when introduced to water, mm-hmm. they began moving. Right. So these are like the ultimate zombies, I guess. How, so how long can they live for? Like, I mean, what I mean, like, well, forever. I'm assuming. I don't know. Holy shit! Yeah. So we need to harness this power. We do need to harness this power. The discovery came from in 1922 from a German scientist called uh, Dr. H. Baumann, and he found that when they were dried out, um, they enter a deep suspended animation that closely resembles death. So they're not actually dead? Well, for all intents and purposes, they're dead, aren't they? Okay. I mean, you, you can't exactly, like, shake them and wake it's them like up. It's like sticking your dog in a freezer and then... <laughs> and then putting a microwave to thaw out. Like warming you up in the microwave, yeah. Um, I've never done that, Ralph. Is this what happened to Zach? <laughs> is, this the, is this why you want to bring him back? Because no, you feel very was, guilty. He was too big to spend a microwave. But that's crazy, right? That is absolutely crazy. The world is a crazy place. Like, there's a few articles online, and I would encourage you to kind of go and do some reading about them, because it's very, very interesting. But they can survive... Yeah, they can survive, essentially, freezing point and boiling point. Wow. 
and they feed from the juices of moss, uh, lichens, and algae. Others are actually are carnivores and can even prey on other members of their species. Wow. They're truly ancient. <clears throat> yeah. Mind blown, right? Okay, so where would you put that in our list, Alex? Well, I mean... That's pretty impressive. <laughs> it's a cool fact. That's pretty impressive to me, man. It's real life. Uh, which is... Yeah. Which is important. Um, but, I mean, your hard drive is real life. My hard drive is real life. And these guys can't give me Limp Biscuits best of. No. You know, my hard drive can. As far as we're aware. But I like how you're instantly saying that they are in the bottom percentage, <laughs> even though these are... Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean they're incredible. It's a, very, it's, it's a very cool fact, so I I don't know where to position it. I mean, I think it's I think it's impressive. I'm, I'm going to say number one. Well, stunned silence. But this is a joint. This is a joint list. We've been we've been down this avenue before, well, and we know that life. we've got to create. <clears throat> Do you have a real life thing which does? But it does. The thing is, if you said to me, actually, die. If it doesn't die. It well, neither does Doc Brown. He does die in one timeline. That like there was. Well, you original, don't know he dies. An original Doc Brown. Yeah, he could have just been heavily mutilated. He might not have died. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his vital signs might still be there. Okay. Never actually see him die. Um, I mean, I've, I've really, I've really, I've really pulled the trick one, haven't I? Here, I know you're, you're struggling. I compromise with you, and I put it below Jurassic Park. So number three. Okay, let's go number three. So what are they called? They are called tardigrades. T a r d i g r a d e s. Now perhaps I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but that is the. Uh, I'll believe you. What's the word when something sounds like you spell it how it sounds? Phonetic. Phonetically, yes, absolutely. It's a good pick. Thanks. I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was excited about that one. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're pulling these rabbits out. No, actually, no. I'm sorry. These are going above dinosaurs. Oh. This is amazing. Right. This is amazing. Jeez. I'm sorry. Louise. Like. All right. No, I'm not. I'm not happy with this. Yeah. Okay. Doc Brown then tardigrades. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. Okay. Right. More on board with that. So I'm thinking of a man named Carl. Man named Carl. Do you, do you know any? Do you know any Carls? I know two Carls in this okay. world. I know three actually. Uh, so I know Carl Carl Weathers. Great actor. Great actor. Great actor. Uh, from such gems as Happy Gilmore and The Mandalorian. Is he in The Mandalorian? Oh, spoilers. He's yes, also he Apollo Creed. Yeah, of course he's Apollo Creed. And yeah, he's he in um, uh, Predator. Predator. Whoa, hey, jinx. jinx. <laughs> Whoa, weird. Um, now we can't say anything until someone says our name. Oh, really? That's, isn't that the rule of jinx? Okay. Alex. Yes. Do I have to say your name now? Yeah. That's, I'm fairly sure that's not how it works. It needs to be an independent person, but that would just be dead air, which probably would be more enjoyable in some respects. Mm. Uh, anyway, the other Carls I know is Carl from Die Hard. Yes. Uh, and Carl... Neighbours? Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bella. Right. And Dr. Carl Kennedy. And Dr. Carl... Oh, Dr. Carl Kennedy. Mm. Mm. Never came back from the dead. So so I'll give you a clue. One of those is the correct Carl. Well, I'm hoping it's Carl from Die Hard, so that's where I'm laying... Oh, of course it is Carl from Die Hard, because... Yes. Very good. 
Yes, exactly. Oh, I love it. You brought up Die Hard this time and not me. Great. Okay, well, I'm happy someone, about someone this. Someone has to, right? Someone has to, it's true. So I am talking about a sort of martial arts expert slash ballerina. Um, he was a ballerina, yeah. The actor was, wasn't he? Yes, he was indeed. Um, and, yeah, I mean, for all intents and purposes, there is a scene in Die Hard where Bruce Willis is getting his, like, um, punishment, like, sort of brutality. Oh, yeah. He's really Overdrive. smashing this guy in a God. primeval, mm. deadly way. Yeah, that's what I like about Bruce Willis when he fights because he because he, he's not a superhero. No, but if he's trying to kill someone, he's really trying to kill them. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. In like well, a lifelike way. He uh, he redefined what an action hero was mm. because beforehand they were all muscles. Yeah, and you know, test res- early test versions of Die Hard and also the trailer, mm. people laughed when Bruce Willis came on screen. So like, mm. he's weedy. He's from like a moonlighting. Yeah, but he's the average guy. That's why it's so good. Well, he actually looks like a cop. Exactly. Right. And and um, yeah, it's funny because I again I don't know if this is how the film was written or not, but I feel like in the first. 20 minutes of that film mm. they are milking the whole moonlighting thing because when he when the terrorists first come into the building he looks kind of like scared and like he doesn't know what to do mm. and it's like they're kind of saying to the audience they're going oh you think he's going to be like a slightly mm. comical character well he is I mean he's one liner central but yeah. Yeah. but then he quickly like all of a sudden he gets into his first fight and like oh shit no this guy's the real means, means business yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, for sure um, but kills, yeah. kills Carl's brother yeah yeah, Carl wants revenge. And um, does he say, I have, I'll have my vengeance? Or Tony is his name. Mm, Tony Tony the Tiger. <laughs> yeah, Tony the Tiger. Yeah, he kills the tiger. Uh, it's got glasses. Ain't they, Jay? No, no, no. It's Lynx. Wrecked. Lynx. <laughs> Something like that. Body uh, odour issues, perhaps. Yes. Yes. He goes, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he say something like it's okay I won't hurt you so something like that uh, he, if you'd like the correct yes, turn no. of phrase <clears throat> he says the fire has been called off my friend mm. nobody is coming to save you you may as well come out and join the others <laughs> I promise I won't hurt you and with that turns the safety off his gun which is audible <laughs> jumps behind a big pile of blocks and starts shooting wildly brilliant don't and, trust him. And anyway, so he deserved to die. Yeah. And uh, and anyway, so yes, so Bruce has a Bruce. Uh, blah, blah. Bruce has a brutal fight with yeah. Tony's brother he Carl. Does. Yeah. Um, and he ends up like wrapping his neck in chains and killing him in that gruesome he hangs way. Him, essentially, where he, he hangs him from a thing. Yeah. And everyone runs past. Yeah. And you know sees the dead guy hanging. Everyone's a bit like, oh great, everyone's got PTSD by this point. <laughs> yeah. And. And um, Bruce runs off, and it's fine. Everything's good. Yeah. Comes to the very end of the film. Hold up. And the director says, "We need, we need one more, one more moment, one more scare." Because I'll tell you why. Because at that point, you've got three characters caught in a love triangle. You've got Holly Gennaro, you've got Bruce Willis, who just—he's always Bruce Willis. Yeah. Um, or John McEnroe. Yeah. No, he's Bruce Willis. That was a joke. Um, <clears throat> and you've got Al. Sergeant Al Powell. Al Powell. Al Powell. Fun great, to say. Great name. Very fun to say. And Al's looking a little bit sort of disgruntled because he's sort of like falling in love with Bruce Willis's character. Mm. But Bruce is with Holly. Mm. So Al pops uh, Carl with a crazed look in his eyes. He goes to shoot uh, John McClane, mm. I believe. And then Al unleashes you get a big close up of his big fury. gun fury he yeah. unleashes fury and he shoots yeah. his gun yeah and and Bruce is like screw Holly yeah 
Al's the man I want to be with. Yeah. And then they... Damn straight. Yeah, then they embrace, and then Holly starts looking a bit disgruntled yeah. at them to embracing. Yeah. And but the thing... Bash. So this is the thing that always annoyed me about this, is how the hell did he get down? Exactly. So I have always struggled with this part of Die Hard. <laughs> the one always. In, the one imperfection. I just think... How did he get down? Because no one's gone into the building. To... Someone must have released him. Well, someone must have, right? But then who? There was an and it's not like it's died. not like he. Yeah, maybe. Maybe this, this is a... Die Hard Seven or whatever. <laughs> they're going to drag it into the dirt with next. Um, but it always it always bothered me. I was like, how did he get down? I know because there's no way through the chains are all the other ends. You can't yeah. even reach them from the stairs anymore. Yeah. So either he managed to wriggle himself free of <laughs> iron chains and drop 40 metres, not breaking any legs, yeah. and come down, and, let's point out, find a gun. Yep. Um, yeah. But I like the mysteries. Oh, it's a great, it's a great ending. I mean, it, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a horror trope, right? Mm. You look at all the films where it's like they come back for one last scare. I think yeah. in Scream 2, they even say that they exact say line. Yes. They say, this is the bit where the killer comes back for one final scare. Yeah. So they shoot them in the head. God, I love that, never that franchise. The, I love that franchise. The last the boss in they... a game is never dead when you think it's dead. Oh, yeah? What's an example of a game? Like any game. I mean, there's all like, if you say there's a game and there's a final boss, say you're fighting I know, oh, I suppose. Yeah, Ganon yeah, yeah. Or, or Bowser or whoever, um, there's going to be stages and you think he's dead and then you go, oh, and then there's one last thing you have to yeah, do. Yeah, okay, that's, that's, that's a good shout. And that yeah. probably comes from the movies as well. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Um, that's, a good, that's a good shout. Well, I mean, cards. so for satisfaction levels, screw the tardigrades. For me, <laughs> it's number one because it's diehard. <laughs> but that would be, you know, just very obvious. What about Doc Brown? Oh. Okay, what's cooler? I'm more excited for Doc coming back because I like him because he's a lovable character, isn't he? And you ended up in two. Like, I don't two. really care that much about Carl, and also it annoys me that he does come back, but I do like it. But I do like that, yeah, Doc Brown, there were two sequels that were good films afterwards. Mm. Whereas in Die Hard, there was like... None. Well, Die Hard well, Revenge, um, it's, it's good film. It's good. Die Hard 2 is just like, nah. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. The bit with the icicle is quite good. Mm. He jumps the forest on a skidoo. I mean, come on. We're <laughs> going the realms of ludicrousy. Okay, so Carl coming back from the dead <clears throat> or dinosaurs? <sighs> dinosaurs are cooler. Yeah. So what about so Carl or tardigrades? You think Carl? Tardigrades are cool. No, I've gone back on it because I don't like Carl. Wow, okay. So, so Clint Eastwood coming back from the dead or Carl? He's below that, isn't he? He's below that. Gandalf? Nah. Okay, so he's below, he's above Gandalf. He's above Gandalf. Just because I think when you said earlier, like, he comes back as a lesser version of himself. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Great. That's good, because I, because we've moved, we, we also established that kind of horror trope, and I like that. Mm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hit me. All right. Well, you actually touched on it uh, in that last segment, and I thought, oh. Is he going to give the game away? But I don't think so. Um, Australia, the 90s. Crocodile on D. <laughs> no? Nope. Okay. We're talking a... Steve Owen. No. We <laughs> are trying to desperately, desperately think of where they lived. Ramsey Street. Oh. 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 Uh, a spectacled gentleman who played the tuba. 
I'm really going off memory here. Harold. Harold Bishop. I think Paul Robinson also came back. Anyway. I don't know. I think I quit the game by that right, point. Okay. Harold Bishop. Yes. So. Good shout. Heartbroken was I. Everyone was. Everyone was, because Neighbours was, man, Neighbours was big, right? Everyone in the UK weirdly used to watch Neighbours at six o'clock on, yeah, it was six o'clock. Was it 5.35? No, 5.35. 5.35, 25 minutes, then the news. Everyone switched off for the news. You had to get through News Round, boring. I liked News Round. Followed by Blue Peter, Loved Blue Peter, don't you dare. Don't you dare. I was screw that, I was all about Neighbours. Katie Hill, genuinely one of my first crushes. Not afraid to admit it. Uh, she drives a Porsche Boxster. I preferred no. um, Miss Ford on um, Generation Game. No. You, you're crazy, man. But did you ever make Tracy Island? I know this is the kind of... Course of course I didn't. Did you not? No. I, did you give it a go? No, because it looked impossible. I gave it a go. I Gosh. gave it a go. Well. I always... Do you know, the, the thing that really saddened me... As I, I honestly... I can't, my, my sister and I used to love Blue Peter. We would watch it. Losers. <laughs> but then once I found out someone who went on Blue Peter, because if you went on there, you got a Blue got Peter a badge, badge, right? And I was like, that's like the holy goddamn grail. That's amazing. I found out someone sold it on eBay. Nice. Uh, and then I went onto eBay. How much? You can buy them, man, for like... Six pounds. So everyone who gets one and sells them. Well, no, I'm assuming they're now mass produced. But. Uh, Disappointed. Anyway. I never liked Blue Pizza. I can't believe you didn't like it. I, like, I, I used to like the really wild show. I used to like yeah, Biker really Grove. Yeah, show was good. Biker Grove, yeah. Um, For anyone outside of the UK, I'm really sorry because I don't think you can even find these on YouTube. I mean, you if you find, can find Biker Grove on YouTube, that would be cool. You would be able to find Tracy Island Blue Pizza. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do for it. Sure. Treat yourself. The most Check impossible thing to ever build. Wasn't that impossible? I know people who did it. Take a piece of loo roll yeah. and a piece of kitchen roll, yeah. and there's Tracy Island. <laughs> In its bare bones abstract green. form. Okay, yeah. sorry. We're, we're derailing. Anyway, we are right? derailing with Ralph's hatred for Blue Pizza, apparently. You learn something new every day. So... Neighbours, Harold Bishop, his character, presumed dead. Can you remember how he... Yes. That, yeah, he was on the... It was, he went out on the rocks. to the rocks. Mm. What was he doing out on the rocks? Just he having a just, little look. It was like a windy... They went on a holiday, didn't they? Blustery day. The waves yeah. were quite big. The water was great. Yeah. It was and him and all Madge. that was him and Madge. They went on a little trip. Yeah. And all that was left were his glasses. <laughs> and they curled off. Well, they... Inverted rackers. In brackers? <laughs> Inverted maracas. <laughs> Inverted maracas. Uh, they let him... They let the audience think he was dead for a good long while. For like five years? No, it wasn't years. Which felt like a life... Yeah. Nah, man. Yes. No. I'm going to ask please, the Please ask the machine. It wasn't five years. I think it was about two years. Um, People would have really lost interest if it was five years. I'm interested what your actual... What keywords you're searching for here as well. I'm, I'm doing an Ask Jeeves style. <laughs> Excuse me, Jeeves. How long was Harold Bishop out of the neighbouring game for? Okay. Mm. <clears throat> Five years. No Put way. My hand up. Put my hand up. No way. Here we go. Wow. He departed in September 1991, but yeah. returned five years later in October 1996. Wow. My God, I watched Neighbours for a long time. Harold remained on screen for over 12 years, making him one of the longest running characters in the show's history. Yeah. 
duration. 1987 to 1981. Yeah. 
Oh, that good. was pretty good. My sister's one's better. My saying. fingers are stinging. Yeah. I, what I've got to say about that one is that I caught you only with my fingers. There was no palm. Ah. So. Wow. Okay. Um, Catherine one, Ralph zero. Okay. So where are we putting this then? I mean, it's shocking, man. It was a it was a revelation to my my life. Perhaps so, it's weirdly gone on to above tardigrades, below dinosaurs. Well, I just found out about tardigrades like today, so um, well, I think it's amazing. I think it's really high up there. Well, you choose. You choose where it goes. I think it's gonna be number two. Number two, Harold. Okay, Harold. So we've both opted for old men coming back from the dead <laughs> as our top. He probably. I bet he wasn't very old. But he wasn't as old um, as we thought he was. 79. Should we take a short break? Sure, let's do that. It was a lot. That was a lot to take in. Let's do it. See you in five. Uh, so we're back and uh, I'm going to go with my final choice. Oh, is it going to be film related? Always. Yeah. Um, I am going I respect that. It's fine. A film made in 1984... Okay. Uh, it stars a um, an Austrian man, yep. a man who likes to perform self surgery on his wrists. He likes to do it on his eyes. He's um he's picked pieces of glass out of his skin. He well, that's thrown me. He's unstoppable. He is um he can't be stopped. He has no feelings. Um, he he likes to look in the yellow pages and pick out. <laughs> Pick out, <laughs> pick out people with a particular name and kill them one by one. Right, okay. Uh, he yeah. wears a lovely leather jacket. Right, yes, okay. Does he need boots, clothes and motorcycles? He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He okay, does. so who are you talking about, Ralph? I'm talking about the Terminator. Terminators or Terminator? I'm talking about the original film. Original, yeah. 19... We're going back to the... 1984? Yes, wow. yes, yes. So obviously I think the first two films we want to are kind of classics and everything else can we can forget about. But uh, I would actually disagree with that. I think the newest rendition was pretty damn good. I haven't seen it. I'm very. Yeah, I'm sure you'd hate it. I'm very skeptical. Mm. But if I go in open-minded, who yeah. knows? But you love reboots of films, franchises that were dear to you as a child. <laughs> I I know what you're referring to, and I'm not going to go there right now. You're not going to rise to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 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 yeah. So, so walk me through why I think this should be the you know. There are two moments. The, okay. the first moment is um, they effectively blow him up, and it's yeah. the Terminator in Arnold Schwarzenegger form. Yeah, um, he gets blown up. They think he's a man, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a big fire, and he walks out. Mm. Well, they know he's a machine, but they just think that, that surely that will kill him. Yeah, um, and he walks out, and he is full animated animatronic. Yeah, robot, yeah, yeah. Which looks really dated now, but if I remember it, how I remembered it, yeah, how I remembered it, yeah. how I saw it at the time, it was really cool. Yeah, um, and uh, and you're like, oh god, he really is unstoppable. How do you stop this dude? Yeah, and then they're in this in they're in this industrial complex, and he's chasing Sarah Connor. And um, I think Kyle blows him up. Right. Somehow, with like a grenade or something. Yeah, it's normally the same deal in each one, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's normally it's a, a heavy-powered yes. gun. So but... it's only his um, upper torso left. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah's like, thank God. And Kyle's probably dying. This is a few years ago that I last saw it. And, uh, and just when you think he's dead... Comes back. The red light comes back on his in his eye, and he grabs her, 
And the only way she can actually kill him, I think, is to then crush him. Again, it's that horror trope we've come back to again, isn't it? It is. So why do we not think this is going to happen? Because when we're watching it, we go, oh, God, I didn't see that coming. You definitely see it coming. Yeah. It's been used time and time again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a very uh, iconic... See what I did there? Mm. Um, scene. From the movies, because his eye comes back yeah, on, yeah, so it's yeah, iconic. I know, I know, I got okay, it, but I just okay. thought it was such a tenuous, tenuous link. link. Well, you know, you got to get him where you can. Um, yeah, that's good. So, so were you surprised when you saw this? Yeah, I saw that film. I was really young when I saw that film. So, I, was this before you saw something like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? Because again, it's yes. the same kind of thing. I watched them all. I watched all these films when I was. I think that's why I love these films. Yeah. Because I watched them when I was too young. Yeah, so, of course, so it was it's nostalgia. So, that's why I love Die Hard. But it was so powerful because I remember being so shocked and it was like a scary experience watching mm. it. So as an adult, you go back to it, but you still remember that. I mean, original Terminator, yeah. would you say that is a horror film? Because, I mean, it's pretty... It's as much a horror film as, like, Alien is a horror film. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I would agree it's with like that. It's a horror film. I think when you get a horror film, but it's like using it's a sci-fi or it's technology yes it's a weird blurred boundary it's not like ghosts it's not monsters it's not that's interesting because terminator 2 i would classify as more of an action movie yes. and i would also classify aliens as more of an action movie yes mm. yeah Agree. Mm, that's a good that's a good shout like Agree. it like it oh i just thought of a great honorable mention where where does that go uh so I mean, the Terminator... I mean, who would win in the fight? The Terminator or Harold Bishop? Um, Harold has a tuba. Yes. He could knock his uh, metallic joints out of alignment mm. by giving him a swift whack in the chops. Terminator probably... But, I mean, the Terminator would, would really win, wouldn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. are we basing this... Or have, we, have we come down no, to a, a brutal fist fight? We haven't. I was just interested in your opinion. Mm. Um, Thanks. I like that it was a close-run thing there. Yeah. So, so okay, the Terminator coming back, or Doc Brown coming back, Harold Bishop coming back, Dinosaurs making a return, um, Tardigrades. Uh, Don't talk <laughs> down to them like hey, that. They're going to outlive you, son. Just said the name. I mean, for me, yeah. I would say it's a machine and it's a bad guy. Yeah. So it's not quite as emotional as like Clint Eastwood's character coming back. Mm. So maybe I'd put it above Carl from Die Hard. Yeah, okay. And I'd say that's in the kind of similar ballpark as well. Okay. Because they come back for that last scare, yeah. you know? Okay, now this is the final one, Alex. Final do, one. Do we can? You know, see see if you can add to the... Well, I'm going to go for the OG. Ice-T. OG uh, being our Lord and Saviour. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Superstar. The ultimate, the ultimate return, really. Amazing choice. Um, sketchy ground, I'm not going to lie, because I can't... Uh, well, you, you just report the fact. The well, facts, I'm reporting Alex. the facts. I'm reporting the facts. Because <laughs> they are facts. <laughs> um, but it's pretty awesome. You know, yeah. how, he, how he does it. He's the only dude I know but to have done he's it. He's the only dude I know. Uh, so there he is, in a cave. Yeah. With the stone rolled across. Yeah. I can't get out of that. That's like being, that's like being locked in... 
What's, what's the equivalent of being trapped in a cave with, with uh, a Mines of Moria. Uh, Mines of Moria, sure. But I mean, I'm trying to bring it up more up to date. Buried alive. No, because you've got no chance if you're buried alive, really, have you? Um, Apart from Uma Thurman's character you, in Kill Bill. You're stuck in your bathroom because the door handle's broken. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Uh, how are you going to get out? There's no possible Use way. Use your phone. <laughs> to open the door. Throw it up an emergency overpriced. Well, maybe that's what he did. Um, so maybe JC was a time traveller. Ooh. And he had someone at his disposal to come and shifty shifty. To be fair, he had a, he's, he, he had he had God behind him, man. Like yeah. If anyone was going to move a boulder, God or David Copperfield, he'd be like, right? God, you got to get me out of this. Maybe Dynamo on speed dial. Dynamo. I haven't seen him for a while. Water, he's he's around. Uh, yeah. Like G. Oh. What? Oh, he walked on water. Yeah, I know. As did. Jesus, yeah, I know. That, that, that's why he did that's it. the big guy. That's where it comes from, isn't it? Um, no, I don't, you know, I don't mean to, to obviously mock this in any way, shape or form. But uh, if it is what's to be believed in the scriptures, then I think undeniably... Okay, so it's cool. That's the best magic stunt ever performed, to it's, be honest. It's cool, but was it a surprise? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can imagine the dudes going up there on the third day, rolling back that stone and being <laughs> like, how did he do this? And are you like me, where Do you think every, he left a calling sorry. card? <clears throat> think he had like an ace he of left spades? The, he left the taps on. <laughs> <laughs> like the wet bandits. <laughs> Um, no, maybe there was like a, a card left, like, oh, maybe like the, you know, if you could, um, if you could identify Jesus, our Lord Saviour, mm. in any card, it's got to be the Joker, right? <laughs> and you'd just leave the Joker card by the... Oh, I see. I don't, I mean, were they just throwing him in a random cave? Was that the deal? Or was there going to be like a, any kind of coffin? No, I guess there wouldn't be a coffin. No, they didn't care. He's just lying on they a just throw him rock in. In, a, in a cave. But was was he it, was he sharing the space with anyone else? The other people that were sadly crucified on that day? Probably, I mean, he probably was. That's a good point. I've never actually... Even, <laughs> I don't, they don't even get a mention. In real life. <laughs> they don't even get a mention, Ralph. Well, they do get a mention. Well, yeah. When, when he was crucified alongside the... Yeah, so where do they go? The... The... Robber? Yeah, but where do they go? Some of the do they put them in the same cave? They don't have lots of caves lying well, around. Well, look, they can look. Just... In, as the Bible goes, he probably had his own tomb, his own cave. Why? In reality, but he why? was thrown in with everyone else. Yeah, well, why, why do he have his own cave? If they didn't think he was special. Well, exactly, which is, means he probably didn't have his own cave. Hmm, so maybe. So where do the other guys go? Because there's no mention of them rolling back the stone and... Being like, oh, there's all these people, all these corpses, yeah. but that one's missing. And also, you wouldn't want to put him in his own designated, designated cave tomb thing because then people might try and take him out. Yeah. So you would, you would, you'd want to make it tricky. Yeah. And the traps. Mm. Like only the person in Manchel Pass. Build a pyramid. Build a pyramid. Maybe that's what the pyramids were there for. Whoa, we are uncovering stuff. Um, <laughs> on this afternoon yeah I mean I mean, look look uh, yeah. it was a big surprise I remember when I was towards <laughs> you the end so, you make it sound like a birthday party <laughs> everyone comes in and the lights are off it's well, like it kind surprise of was, kind of was a birthday party there weren't any streamers 
Yeah, all I, balloons. You know, I, I was, I'd read the whole Bible. When I was up to that point, I never thought he was coming back after that. <laughs> no. I was like, this is it, it's over. And yeah. I was like, all oh, right, there's room for a sequel. Do you thought the end bit was just going to be a tale about a rambling donkey going on a dusty path <laughs> Maybe. off towards Maybe, yeah. wherever? Yeah. And, and mm. you know, and he came back, didn't he, in, in quite illustrious fashion. You know, he came, <laughs> well, yeah. He came back and he had all his disciples sitting around and he came back and I think he like walked through a wall or something and appeared and I spoke think... to them. Did he? Yeah. Oh. He appeared in like, in a, as a spirit. Yeah. Um, I don't think if he came back, did he come back? He didn't come back as flesh and blood. He came back in spirit form. I think it's very cool. Yeah. Um, it's cool coming back to, well, yeah. It was a big surprise, but it wasn't really, was it? Well, I think it was a pretty big surprise, <laughs> to be honest. Okay. Uh. Um, he, look... Basically, what this boils down to is, do you prefer Jesus or Doc Brown? (laughs) Search your heart, you know it to be true. Well, Jesus has had more of an impact on popular culture. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't he? That's maybe my favourite line you've ever said in my life. Uh, um, We, we We know that Jesus existed. Yeah, for sure. And we know there is a big claims, big bold claims mm-hmm. that he came back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the insurance companies out there don't want you to believe it. No. Maybe there was like an elixir he took. Maybe he never died. Maybe he's a bit like a, um, a tard- tardigrad. Tardigrad. Maybe mm. he, he just went into stasis. Mm. And, um, and that was that. And then someone just splashed him with some water. Yeah. And he was all right. Yeah. So, okay, right, so where do we... Uncovering truths, that's what where, we do. Where do we place Jesus Christ? <laughs> Is he above your hard drive? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say so. Now, Gandalf and Jesus are very similar. They are very similar. Who Gandalf had the, is arguably who more had, powerful. Who had the better beard? Gandalf. Did he? Well, he had a long white beard, Like Jesus' beard was more similar to yours, actually. Oh, what do you, well, how dare you, first and foremost... Um, but also, thank you for making well, compare the you to Jesus. comparison. Sorry, what a terrible comparison. Uh, I'm going to let you dance oh, with this great. one, because I like you doing always this. always go to Sketchville when we talk about holy biblical things. Religious, yeah, man. Um, dinosaurs or Jesus? I mean, Jesus riding a dinosaur would be If you cool. found mosquito, a mosquito in amber, yeah. you had two mosquitoes, and there's one which contained the DNA of Jesus Christ, yeah. and you had one that contained a velociraptor, which yeah. would you use to resurrect? Oh, um, that's the ultimate resurrection. The Maybe ultimate that resurrection. is how yeah. we bring him back. Maybe. Maybe. Well, yeah, that's that's very good. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park 7. <laughs> Jesus Park. <laughs> Jesus Park. <laughs> Jesus Park. Uh, oh, uh, who would I rather bring back? Well... I feel like if you were to bring back Jesus, then everyone would be like, see, I told you, and you'd never hear the end of it. <laughs> but <laughs> it would be quite an important thing to humanity. However, I'd quite like confused. to see some dinosaurs. So Below dinosaurs. Below dinosaurs. Okay, so above tardigrades. Well, sure. I mean, who, right. cares? who cares about these real things? Woo! Right. There so, we go. So how does it... Okay, so let's run through it, and if I vehemently disagree with then something we'll, okay. then we'll rearrange as it stands yeah so final top 10 countdown and uh, number 10 your hard drive back online baby number 9 Gandalf 
Resurrect, you fools. <laughs> Number eight, The Terminator. Hasta la vista, baby. Number seven, Carl from Die Hard. I want blood. Number six, Fistful of Dollars, Clint Eastwood's character. Wow, wow. Actually, whenever I hear a money truck reversing, I it goes, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and I always go, wow, wow, wow. Very good. Yeah. Number five, Tardigrass. Look them up. They look cool. Okay. Number four, Jesus Christ. Superstar. Number three, Jurassic Park. Dinosaurs. Don't go to the toilet. Number two, Harold Bishop. <laughs> and number one, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. One point, 21, 21. And there we go. There wow. we go. Well, that was a quick, succinct trip down memory lane. Wasn't it? Just, uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, have you got any honourables that you want to give a shout yeah, out to yeah, before yeah. we... I do. I want to give an honourable mention. Resurrect this podcast. I want to give an honourable mention to uh, vampires. Of course. They're very good at resurrecting people. Of course. Yeah. That didn't even I'm sure there are plenty atmosphere. of those that we didn't use. Actually... While we're on that topic, yeah. you should all check out the BBC dramatisation of Dracula they did over Christmas. It was very good. Was it? It was very good. Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'll check that one out. Like um, And then my other honourable mention will be... I've got two more. Yeah. I've got uh, Alien, uh, where the alien comes back at the end. So you think yeah. he's been blasted out, but he kind of creeps back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good show. And shout. Sigourney Weaver has good to sh- sort him good out show. when she's in a suit. And let's not forget Alien Resurrection. Or let's do. Yeah, let's do, let's do forget that. And they it, swim. They do swim. Mm. And then the final, final one for me uh, is The Undertaker from the World Wrestling Entertainment, formerly known as World Wrestling Federation. Because A, he's a living, breathing, back from the dead being. And B, he's had many a buried alive match and come back. Very good. I kind of wish you'd done that one. Uh, I'm not going to lie. But next time, next, next time, time, when we talk about resurrections. Okay, well... I've got a few. I mean, obviously, zombies. Yes. Pretty good at resurrecting. They are very good. Um, yeah, I personally prefer the slower zombie. As of this newfangled, running, wildly zombie, not bullshit. really into. Yeah, yeah, bit bullshit, isn't it? Uh, also, um, Force Ghosts from Star Wars, but I obviously didn't want to bring that up for your mm. pure hatred of the franchise at present. Yeah, I do hate So we won't... We won't go into that, but I will say, give Baby Yoda a chance. Let him into your heart. Let him die. <laughs> Let him die is your response. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that. otherwise... Other, oh, and Buffy. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Buffy. I think my girlfriend That's would a be a one. little bit That's peeved. That's a big one. Yeah, that yeah. was... But for me, she should never have been resurrected because I think that's where the series went downhill. I think it should have ended yeah. on that death. Although we did get Dark Willow, and she was pretty badass. Yeah, she was. So, Buffy. Great show. If you haven't seen it... Go back. Josh Whedon's finest, would you say? Mm, Firefly's maybe better, in my opinion. Ah, uh, no, Buffy's better than Firefly. Firefly's, yeah, overrated me. Whoa. I watched it. Whoa. I thought it was all right. Oh, it's good. Eh. Oh, okay. All right, well. It's all right. No, it's fine. It's It's fine. <laughs> it's fine but I'm not you know I'm not I'm not the the one and only judge so no I could be wrong so. no 
There's two of us in this in this boat. Uh, anyway, so that's it. That's it. There see we go. You ne- see you next time. See you next time. Uh, thank you for doing that with me, Ralph. Yeah. That's all, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.